Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The surrounding forest appeared to wilt around the dead man, a coldness seeping from the shadows like stink reaching up from uncovered graves. Poised in the folds of rotting space and light, the deceased member of Ghoul Company, having now more fully realized the moniker, said, To be honest, 
I'm both surprised and delighted that you've come. That you specifically, but that the powers on high should have taken such notice of me. To send Malsapiens, kindred, is high honor indeed. With the celerity and silence of an eel's shadow, Mars stepped to the fore of the group, prepared to kill the man for a second time. Placing a gentle hand upon his shoulder, Keith steadied his warring companion, whispering, Let him be, my friend. Let him say what he will. Monologues can be such glittering treasure troves of insight, after all. The corpse continued, I arranged this event, you see. I needed to know what sort of beasts were upon my scent, whether they were large and fierce enough to be of any concern. I expected dogs, perhaps even mastiffs, but I'd not reckoned on wolves. I really should have, though. I see that now. Our kind cannot hide from one another. We are united within some outre enterprise that has scarcely dawned upon any one of us. I too had my turn in that hellish machine over one hundred years ago, owing to masters not so different than yours, I suspect. And yet, I've no idea what it's all about. Well, perhaps I know what we all realized. The moment we were vomited out of that wretched device. That we are fodder. If you're a century old, Lynn countered, you've been doing a fine job of hiding. Her senses surged, searching through the forest, chasing the senses of fleeing creatures. She lowered her head and whispered into the private sonic conduit that Keith afforded his fellow travelers. If there's more like him, I'm not picking them up. This one's physical senses are dead. Nothing to tap into. I haven't been hiding so much as waiting, the dead merc said, pausing a moment to look into the darkness that had all but replaced the moon. And at that very moment I stepped upon the stage once again. I was almost immediately greeted by an audience. Those in the audience, whomever or whatever you three are beholden to, Certainly they were a bit hard to make out by the stage lights, but unmistakably present, nonetheless. I should also tell you, though I'm none too proud to admit it, that I must send a message to your keepers via the vehicle of your death. I'd like very much not to kill you, but necessity is ever the slave driver. You see, where you're standing happens to be of some historical significance. Rather horrible significance, it turns out. A great wasting house. One of those storied depositories of the post-darkness lunatics. Once stood not too far from here. As you know, in those days, corpses were as common as tabby cats, and needed quick disposal, lest disease follow closely upon the heels of madness. 
this area, and the reason I chose it for my little trap was once the dumping ground for many and sundry corpse. And you will soon discover I hold quite a bit of sway <laughs> in the courts of the dead. With that, the talking corpse collapsed to the ground in a heap. The triad went still, eyes, ears, and other senses casting about, trying to find the other shoe before it dropped. The nearby meadow began to roil like the coarse waters of an earthen sea. The group watched as bony, sallow limbs breached the topsoil, stretching dead and eager at the hidden moon. Zombies? Mars observed, almost chuckling. As the group prepared for what they expected to be an underwhelming confrontation, the undead shapes began to tumble upwards into the air, defying gravity as much as traditional biologics. Their desiccated flesh and yellowed bones merging into several ungainly, throbbing masses. In short order, the cluster of combined corpses took on more definition. Three gigantic, shambling humanoids. The accumulations of hundreds of dead lunatics. The creatures wasted no time lumbering towards the gathered Malsapiens. One of them pausing long enough to uproot a small tree, taking it up like a cudgel. Mars rushed forward to greet the things, eyes scanning for weakness, a storm of strategy stirring his mind. Keith shook his head at his comrade's zeal and unbuttoned his coat. Withdrawing a small pistol from the inner pocket, the conductor called out, Mars, you impetuous pup, find somewhere else to be, quickly. Lynn, for her part, took a step back, aiming the sucking void of her senses at the monstrous trio, trying to wrench free whatever sensate particulates she could. Mars cleared the top of the tree cudgel where it swung wildly at his darting form, placing a foot atop it as it passed beneath him and springing into the face of the twisted lurcher. Keith sauntered into a small clearing, intensifying the sounds of his footfalls, coaxing one of the monsters to follow. The creature bellowed like the damned, its dead faces and hands and feet shaking within the cold sludge of its near-liquescent, putrefying flesh. It followed him with the cold determination of a machine, gaining speed as it pushed through bramble and thicket, shouldering aside sapling and tree. Keith at last surmounted a tall, moss-covered hill. He then pointed his small weapon at his closing pursuer and waved the creature closer. A fog of murk and cold was all that Lynn encountered as she pushed her power beyond the pulsing rot of the undead shambler. To further fund her efforts, she even let fall the senses she'd stolen to navigate by. Her efforts did not pass unrewarded, for there occurred to her a slight alleviation to the tumulus gloom, a point of emergent dimness that remarked upon a possible weakness to the barrier. Her void sense yawned like a whale filtering plankton, inhaling like a vacuum. She could feel something cold and dark beginning to fill her up, taking up the stations of her body. The mistress of stolen senses went cold and stiff. Her vision ran black as death, and her ears filled with the din of the dead. A hungry nothingness that sounded from the very loam of the earth, beckoning like the backdraft of a comet. Come into me forever. 
it groaned. Sounds gave way to sights as she began staring out from all the tombs of the world, the melting eyes of the teeming dead. I have become the sight of death itself, she thought. Then came the voice of the dead mercenary. Yes, my intrepid dear, come into the grave with me. Lie with us. Lynn felt herself tumbling into a great wide pit, a gaping mouth with the appetite of a graveyard. With all her strength, she summoned the living senses of the forest and screamed them into the yawning abyss. A million or more seething sense impressions collided with the frigid, empty hungers of death. It was enough to break her contact with the lumbering corpse thing, and apparently whatever hold the talking dead man had over the monster. Both woman and collective cadaver fell to the ground, exhausted. Mars had determined his adversary deserving of one of his many hidden weapons, as his collapsible spear was out and flashing about the night air, shrinking the number of corpses composing the tree-wielding abomination with its every pass. Due to the thing's sluggishness, it posed even less of a threat than did the mercs of Ghoul Company, and so Mars was obliged to waste his time hacking and slashing with little hope of a real contest. The only thing he lived for. The small firearm was raised into the air with precious little gusto, an ironic gesture given the effect it exercised upon its target. With nary a crease upon his brow, the conductor elevated the sound of the firearm to a devastating level, creating a barely subnuclear sound wave that transformed the congregate corpse into a crowd of ghosts. Nothing but a wide crater remained. Keith snatched the terrible echo of his work from the air, scattering it harmlessly into so many whispers. He smiled like a child when the night singers of the forest renewed their chorus. Mars raced from the quivering wreckage of his opponent, lifting Lynn from the ground, surveying her face and calling out her name. Keith was taken aback by Mars's concern, as he was usually the stoic of the group, showing nothing but the stuff of warriors. More specifically, a warrior who would die should he abstain from violence for too long a time. Mars snapped back into his practiced indifference when the scent stealer opened her eyes. I'm fine, Mars. You can put me down now. Returning to her feet with minimal difficulty, Lynn surveyed the battlefield while sharing her insight into their most recent adversary. It's... he's some kind of deadborn, I think. But not like Eric. Something different. Something we haven't seen before. And as if what he yammered on about didn't already clinch it, he's over sapien. He's got himself some kind of network... His mind can reach out to the dead. To all of them, maybe. The great company of the dead, eh? Keith mused. That damned clever machine. Wouldn't it be something if everything turned out to be the product of a single unwrought device? A deific engine of creation. The unmade machine that turneth forever and ever. Cogs without end. Amen. Sing-songed the man of a million sounds, cushioning his words against the sonic backdrop of a church choir. That's a lovely sentiment, Keith, barked Lynn, rolling her eyes at her partner's polished dramatism. As if the world weren't miserable enough. 
It's just the new order of things, my dear, Keith replied, which is, crucially, inherently chaotic. It is, uh, we all are, just notes in need of ordering, to lift up the song within. And necessarily, all songs start with disorder, until they can find their rhythm. The same holds true for the Malsapiens, except Machine did us the kindness of supplying the music. It's up to us to find the lyrics. I got two lyrics for you, songbird, Mars growled. A noun and a verb. Ever the Spartan, eh, Mars? Quipped Keith, walking away beneath the silver dapple of renewed moonlight, whistling a tune that merged with the night songs of the forest. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 